Welcome to the Words Over Ice Show. Have a drink, whether glass mug or styrofoam. Get my best up to Ray, he's the right host. And Matt James on the sarcastic tightrope. Then there's Jason, full of opinions. Co-host with brains and the boldest intentions. Ali, that's the man making profits. Greg and Duke join us talking controversial topics. You know it get real in these interviews. We talk about it all when we bring a news. Rolling with the punches, a one-two combo. The Words Over Ice Show. Let's have a convo. All right, today Jason and I welcome back Andrea from BPD Matters, which is her Instagram handle if you want to follow her. She uh, discusses mental health, her personal journey with borderline personality disorder, and uh, she's connecting a lot of people, doing really cool stuff out there, so go follow her. Uh, You can catch everything we do, all our episodes and links to everything is on our website, which is wordsovericeshow.com. All right, hope you enjoy the episode. We'll uh, we'll jump right in. recording. I got right. stuff to do. Hi, look, so. he's ready. <laughs> she said, let's behave. <laughs> <laughs> phone, phone voices. Behaving voices. is for is for um, other podcasts. This one right here, we we use all the profanities and have fun. Fuck it. <laughs> How are you, Andrea? I'm good. How you I'm been? Good. Um, I have been on the emotional roller coaster that is BPD. You have. I have. What? I know a lot's happened since we've last talked. What? It's been what a month, month and a half, something yeah, like that. Yeah, time just goes like that, doesn't it? But yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on? What's this roller coaster about? Just, um, just life. Yeah, yeah. Just the daily battle of you know, wake up one day feeling like yes, I've got this, I can take on the world, and then the next day just like, just yeah, not <laughs> just defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. forgot about the day before and it's yeah. All all different. Yeah. Yeah. And um today has been one of those days where I've just been so defeated. But um I got out and I went to the gym and that helps. Nice. Yeah, that always works. That always works. Just going out, connecting with people and um pushing my mind past that, you know, past the barriers that it's stuck in. So that, that that always does the world a good. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. just like two minutes on the walk to the gym, you know, the two minutes in, I think, God, I feel so uh-huh. much better already. Since uh, last time talking to you, um, of course, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I pretty much diagnosed that one friend I was telling you about last time. He he definitely has to have have this this uh, yeah. condition. He it it's spot on, you know. Well, you and, were so uh, understanding to it last time. Um, well, yeah, of course. Because you really got it when I was talking to you. You really like, um, yeah, you, you got everything that I was saying, which I, I found. It, it's, but you know what, though? I mean, I think it's like the circle you keep around you that helps helps you, too. Um, yeah, support. Support yeah, is support. Yeah, you know, because everybody's been through something and going through something, but some people are on a totally different level and understanding that you don't understand. I think that that's like, a, it, it sounds cliche, but it, it really it no, helps, you know? Yeah. You're spot on. There's a meme that goes around on Instagram. Um, it goes around the borderline community of um, when you, when you tell someone that you have borderline personality disorder and they, and they're like, Oh, I get it. And it's no, like, you don't. <laughs> How the hell do you get it when I don't get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my best, my, uh, my best friend sent me a really good one recently. She was like, and it said something like, um, um, "Oh, you know how I feel. 
I have fucking BPD. I don't even know how I feel. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I've, I've learned in life to not say I understand. Oh, like when, boy. Even if you think you do, like when someone... When someone, like if someone passes away right? and you say, yeah. I understand how you feel like you no, don't yeah. understand. I have no idea is a good one or I can't. Yeah. Imagine. Don't say I can imagine. Cause yeah. You can't. Like I, I can only I imagine, imagine or I, I understand I've been there. Like, no, you haven't. Even if you had a similar situation, it's not my situation. Like, so you right. don't understand what I'm going through. Right. Right. And yeah. I've learned that the hard way by being yell- yelled at a few times. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, maybe, maybe you don't, I don't fucking understand. understand. You know what? Fuck you. Like just fist fighting. Yeah. Ensues. <laughs> I, I find those words comforting. Personally, I find those. If someone said, I understand, I'd find those words comforting, but you know, each their own. Some people yeah. really don't. <laughs> Depends. Yeah, no, people have gotten mad at me before. Like, no, you don't. They're like, like you don't understand because I actually killed that person. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit! Right? Like, just oh well. I guess I don't understand. You're right. All right. You know what? Actually, I got an appointment to be at. I gotta go because you left. Got them crazy eyes right now. So I'm out. <laughs> but, yeah, they put the knife down, Ricky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Jay. <laughs> I, disclaimer, I've never I've never killed anybody, okay? Disclaimer. <laughs> I, under, I understand, Jay. <laughs> oh, I yeah, understand. there you go. Touche, funny. <laughs> wait, wait, I have him. There you go. Oh, there it is. Always late. There it is. <laughs> My timing's always so off with that. Like. Oh, man. But that one was even better because it was so fucking bad. Oh, boy. Uh, it's, good anyway. to, it's good to hear you laugh, Andrea. Thank yeah, you. I know. It is. It's good. Yeah, and it's good to laugh with other people. Yeah, I mean, that's what I try I mean, to do. You can't laugh on your own, but, you know, people might... Yeah. Oh, hey, I, I'll be in the line at the supermarket and I'll yeah, just like, start like, laughing. <laughs> and then, like, somebody will just look at me like, I mean, it's an inside joke. Stop I love fucking staring at me. I love that he just played that last time. I think that's brilliant. You have to, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, people that take themselves too seriously usually are like closet serial killers or just like. <laughs> You well, know, just that about me actually. I take, I, you know, I do. He's always saying, "God, you need to learn to take a joke." But yeah, um, depends how much of that you had growing up, doesn't it? If you had siblings and you would, you know, jive in and like oh, yeah. other, yeah. then you're more used to it. Or it depends, you know, if, if you had a dad that was like always ripping into, or or, or a mum that was always kind of ripping into. It depends on the person, right. um, how much they can take and level of banter, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, some people can banter, yeah. some people are too sensitive. Everyone, yeah, is a, different. a lot of very sensitive people. Well, and that's crazy because this world is really fucking shitty uh, as far as like what people say, and you know, especially nowadays with the cyber bullying and. All that stuff where you're seeing like young children, you know, going that route and taking their lives. And it's like, wow, when I was a kid, we just called it capping and everybody just kept it moving, you know, either. Well, the bullying doesn't stop it. Like before it's, you, yeah, you had it was it at school. school or you just got yeah. into a fight outside of school. Now it's like rumors that are spreading all, throughout the world. All, all day, every day. Yeah. And um... yeah. so it's no wonder that there are more people uh dealing with depression and other situations because like 
this technology Obviously, stuff you know, is it's yeah. really shitty you know like i don't know i, I yeah, it's a knows this. portal to a to a like to porcelain to a world that it is you know nothing we're not, can be held back because you're hiding behind a screen so uh-huh. and we're also flirting with like playing god where you can be everywhere at once and talk to people that you never would normally have the ability to talk to or see or keep up with you know yeah yeah I, but it can be used for the good, like we're doing yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, and, I mean, look, we're like, we're like in three different, uh, two different yeah. countries here having having a conversation. Uh-huh. You know, so the internet definitely has its positive. Yeah, we are very far from each other, every one of us. That's that's true. Yeah, having a conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. But with every good thing, people take the bad in it and yeah. take it too far. Can you imagine trying to do this in the eighties? Or the nineties, like the phone call, the bill, yo, your bill would be like five hundred dollars <laughs> after true. talking this long. Like right in eight minutes, it's like seventy-five dollars. You know, I would have called like, you collect, but yeah. right. You have a collect call from Pelican <laughs> Bay. Yeah. Like what yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I I always think like like what was it like having so you you say like we'll we'll meet at this place. I mean it could mm-hmm. be literally as simple as one of you's on one side of the building. The other use on the other, you know, in the right. other side of the building, and you could wait for hours and just be on complete opposite ends of the building, and then just go home, and you wouldn't be able to say until you literally were together again, like face to face, like well, I was there, oh well, I was there too, but yeah, yeah, well, you know, you get there and you just you know send a text, the, you know, whatever. I think the world was much more in tune. People were much more in tune, and we were a much more intelligent, self sufficient. Uh, we use our brain (laughs) yeah you know because now it's like you don't even have to know where you're going you just get the gps typing in and it tells you could people have died from using gps and like driven like down one-way roads or off the side of a road and just like like, what the fuck follow follow the gps regardless what they're saying Okay. There's a cliff, but it says go straight. Well, you gotta trust Siri. (laughs) Fuck Siri. Siri. Siri is the devil, dude. (laughs) You know. You know what, though, man. I I found myself. I I found myself like having to turn. Like when I go to work, Uh, it takes me longer to memorize how to get how to get places. Yeah. Because you're just you're mindlessly driving now. You know what I mean. You're not. You're not really paying attention to landmarks and street signs anymore. I see. You're you're just waiting for like turn right here. See, I, I, I can't. No, I, I still am the same way, dude. I, I just memorize shit still. I, tr- I try to force myself to do it. Yeah, you can't take the right yeah. insight because you're so focused on listening to the, to yeah. the map. Right. You know, not or listening it. to this podcast called "The Words Over Ice Show." Exactly. On Google, iTunes, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> On our own show. All yeah. right. <laughs> but seriously, though, have you, um, like, what's been going on? Like, what's changed? Um, so I've had a, I've had a, I had a visit from my mum. Okay. She good? Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good having her here, but then it was, it was difficult when she left. Yeah. Um, but my mum isn't young anymore. Hope she forgives me if she hears this. Cherish her. Um, Cherish her for real. Seventy this year. So she had me. God bless. And um, and I do worry. I, I'm not sure if I mentioned. I don't think I spoke about this in the last podcast. But um, and it's definitely one of the traumas that uh triggered a, a severe spiral of mental 
of my mental health. My mum was in a coma for six weeks and coming out of that, she hasn't been the same ever since. More Um, skills changed or memory or mentally, mentally, but I think that happens with age anyway, you know, like being a a child again, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, but it was lovely to have her here and um, it's also lovely not having her here. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, double-edged sword, huh? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As a person that just lost their mom, just cherish her for who she is and and roll with the punches of her changing. Because that's the beauty of life is like we get the opportunity to turn around and take care of them the way we did, but not even close to what they did because like our mothers gave us life uh, and we can only help preserve theirs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can eat. I, I mean, I mean, it is a difficult one because, um, yeah, it, it's like difficult I'm, to watch this person change. Yeah. Yeah. That, that too. But, um, so being diagnosed with borderline personality, you, you always, because one of the, um, factors of it is nurture mm-hmm. and, and not everyone, not everyone who has BPD would have had, um, a bad childhood, but, it's definitely something that comes up for me. And when she was here, there were so many um, times when I found myself being like, gosh, like that's where that behavior comes from. Or, you know, God, like memories and really hurt. Like she she doesn't mean to, Um, you know, you know, like um, just her words, there's a really, her words she doesn't sometimes mean to mean to be so harsh but she can be so harsh but I think many people would also know my mom would say I'm so lucky just to have her and maybe it's just me being too sensitive who knows no you know there's a fine line because um what you may have gone through or what you did go through in childhood um like we were saying before it is a building block of who we are. And as we get older, we tend to put that in a place and, uh, you know, we're, we're growing and changing every day as adults, but that is your foundation of your personality. Yeah. Of your thought process. I, but then, oh, our, right. Mm, right. A foundation. Yeah. And, and where we're so similar is where we clash as well. Um, right. Well, then also it's your mom, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Every word out of her mouth is gospel. It's like you're going to take it like for what it is in the comparison to like a stranger you don't know that you could just brush their shit off. Like when she says something, it, it yeah, it's going right. to either like lift you or drop you yeah, one or right. the other, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely so. right. And you don't choose your parents, do you? You're just, you're, you're giving them. <laughs> no, you're stuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it, it's, but it's a different, it's a different era too. Like yeah. the, the mindset of, of our parents and older people, it's changing now. Yeah. They, they were a lot more, a lot less, I mean, not Fucking everyone, but. Fire brimstone, bro. I used to get my ass whooped. Like, and <laughs> yeah, that's why. They were a lot less sensitive, a lot more yeah. straightforward, yeah. a lot more cut to the chase. Yeah. Like mental health and all this kind of stuff wasn't a thing for them. You just, no. you just got on with it. And yeah. um, tough, she's, tough old school. she's very much of that kind of mentality, you know, like, oh, everyone's got borderline personality disorder and, um, right. you know, and, and, you know, and my daughter's not unwell kind of thing. So yeah. to accept that I'm unwell means that she might have to accept her part in it a little bit, which I can't imagine how devastating that would be right. as a parent. 
Do you get what yeah, I mean? Well, to think that yeah. you are contributed or, or just, you couldn't like, you're helpless. Like you couldn't do anything either to help change the yeah, situation. I mean, she, only did her best. she only did her best. And I know this. Yeah. Well, that's so. awesome that you got that, um, uh, mindset and that, that, that vision yeah. because, you know, I don't know, man, I got a soft spot for just women in general, but mothers are just, it's, it's a, I look well, at it totally can, different now. Yeah. Well, you, you, you've said you've lost your mother. So it's, it, you're looking at yeah. it in a completely different well, way. Well, she, we, well, she was my best friend too. You know, they do say that and right. I don't know how often she was alive for you, but, um, to, yeah, you, you know, I, I well, think we, we were together awesome. every day. Like I left school to make sure she was cool. Like, uh, she was my best friend. Like when, when I'm the youngest of three, two girls older than me, my two older sisters. And then when I came along, like she opened her own business and had a shop at the house where she was doing her hair and, and whatnot. And we spent like every day together all the time. And then like at the end, it was like the last two years that my sister and I were taking care of her, but I spent every day with her and it was, it got really down to like, you know, home care nurse type style, but I was doing it myself in hospice and X, Y, Z and being my sister. and she just, she was everything, you know, and she taught me so much. And just like to, when I hear people that are like, I, I'm my mom's like, your mom's 70. So she was like right in between my mother and my father's age. Your mom was born in like, what, what 48, 49, something like that. Yeah. 49. Yeah. yeah. So that era, I know those people. And those are the type of people that I liked because I like their perspective on life because they, they were at the end of like, you know, the depression was coming back. It was like 20 something years later. Um, and then they got to see like all this craziness go on and they just, they were like the, some of the toughest people ever. So, you know, to have her around, it's like something to be cherished, but with the situation you're going through daily, I get where you're coming from. And no, I, 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 I don't, but, but, but hold on, but I don't get where you're coming from because I don't, understand, <laughs> you know, and that's real shit. Like I don't, I don't get, I don't understand the day to day waking up feeling like a totally different person in the same body. Like that's gotta be crazy. You know, that's gotta be very, very different to feel. And then when she's yeah. here, you kind of feel like a kid again sometimes. Do you know what? Having my mom here actually made me feel a bit more like myself. Yeah. Um, and this yeah. other identity thing plays on my mind so much because I think I do know who I am. I do know I do really do know who I am, and um, just because I, I mean, I've got I'm mixed race. I've got Afro hair. Yeah, just because. So one of the thing one of the things people will write about with people with borderline is that they change their hair often. For me, mm. that's, a that's not a choice. Like I have to. My hair has to move in because because of the yeah. nature of Afro hair. Yeah, I can't just have a consistent style it, it, right. it has to keep moving um i would i would love to just have wash up wash and go hair where every day i just wake up and it looks one way you know hangs in one direction and i can just get up and go <laughs> nah, that's you got hair that's alive. You, you have hair that's alive <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, what i'm saying it's just not growing out your head dead and limp that's a beautiful yeah. thing but it, it is alive and but it's something that i think about this unstable sense of identity i think well just because someone dyes their hair or or uh yeah you know, i'm talking about i'm not talking about me me now. i mean yeah i've got my hair at times in my life but i think maybe that person isn't searching for a new identity just because they've dyed their hair or perhaps they do i don't know maybe doctors have it all figured out the people who wrote this uh, diagnostic criteria but mm-hmm. i think 
I have it. Uh, talking from talking for you know for myself, I know I have a strong sense of self, um, and I know I said I related to all of them last chat, but yeah. What would you say is like a, a hard decision for you to make? Like, um, do you make decisions <laughs> and just stick with them, or do you make a decision no, and then like? I'm the most indecisive person you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I don't know myself. Oh, 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 okay, so <laughs> I'm the most indecisive person. <laughs> Ever. So, so let's go with your hair. If you yeah, if like, you if you do your I hair a certain type of way, do you could kind of quick fire round and we'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So go on. You were going to say my hair. Yeah, like if you if you decide to you know color your hair a certain color or you know style it a certain way, and then how long does it usually take for you to be like I don't like this anymore, or okay, does this honestly, make me look a certain kind of way? Okay, honestly, because I I. I believe hair plays such a vital role in mental health. That might yeah. sound out there. Some people want no, to No, it, it does. It does. I think hair plays such an essential role. It does for me anyway. Uh, I so. think it's a huge thing. So Self, Self-confidence, just the way that you're presenting yourself when you go out the in public. The way you feel. Yeah. Okay, like, how, how so? So, um, so I'm a mixed race. I'm a mixed race girl. And I've, I've always grown up um, to see – I mean, I, I hope I'm not just repeating this stuff because I've heard it, but I, I might have heard it, and I actually, and I, it resonates with me that, you know, all my life I've always seen the epitome of beauty to be, um, I mean, to be light, you know, light skin and straight hair. I know what you're talking um, about. And I mean, recently I got a comment at the gym that I was too dark, uh, which really hurt. On a, I know, right? On a online. Someone, someone said you're too dark. Yeah, too dark, too dark. Just because the sun's come out suddenly, and I've and I've started to tan the, a bit. No, I'm like, too dark. That's, too, that's, everybody goes. Everybody, you tell all these. <laughs> I just thought, wow, like how it's dare ridiculous because everyone goes tanning to get dark. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at that Rachel Dozel. Everyone's so different, aren't they? Yeah. Have you guys heard of that of uh, that lady, Rachel Dozier? Of course we have. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, but I think we Her always ass. want what we can't. I think we always want what we well, can't have. But I'm really no, but, digressing here. The question I've really got. I haven't really answered the question. Have I? You no, that. you're good because you just got on a whole different topic that got me fucking hot. Like I'm over here. Like I'm mad as fuck right now that somebody told you you're too, no, that you're too dark. I, I if I had heard that shit, I would have. Picked the five pound weight up and slapped the fuck out of him with it. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck did you just say to her? Like, yeah, that is was- a that is a that is a blessing, a gift to have the ability to absorb sunlight and melanin and yeah. and, and 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 just exist. Yo, that is the craziest. And, and I've, I've heard it before, and that shit just makes me fucking boil. Because I'm I'm not I'm not mixed race, but I'm like. When you look at me, you know I'm black, but I'm light. I'm like, because I, I have Polynesian in me. I have like, you know, Pacific Islander from my mom's grandma's side or whatnot. But when I sit out in the sun, I get like dark as shit and I love it. You know what I mean? And I tell my daughter, I'm like, this is our blessing to be able to be adaptable in any environment. Like we can exist and not get sunburned. Like don't yeah. ever let anybody tell you you're getting too fucking dark. And then yeah. they turn around and they go pay fucking $100 for seven tans. To get sprayed. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. you always, you, I mean, I think, especially as women, we always want what we can't have. So 
I recently said to one of my friends when we were we were out, and I said, I said, have a look around. I said, see if you can see one woman, yeah, who's natural. And when I say natural, I was just talking about hair. I was like, yeah. see if you can spot one woman with her with her natural hair. We couldn't. We literally couldn't. Everyone either had color. Everyone has extensions. Or, or, yeah. yeah. Well, so, but so it's always um, trying to change who you are. You know, and yeah, and, and that's a big thing here in the states now. There's lawsuits and law reform because places have been discriminating against people of color with the way our hair just naturally grows out of our fucking head. They say it's not professional, and it's, it's like, how do you how do you figure it? Like, what, like that doesn't <laughs> make is, any this fucking. This is my hair. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, it, the, my hair does not change my skill set. I have more degrees than you. I have more experience than you, but because I have my hair locked up or my hair is curly or I just have a lot of it. Yeah, uh, your hair, just, your hair does not. Yeah, your your hair is not a reflection of. Okay, you could say your hair is a reflection of you as a person. No, it is. Reason. It is on a personal level, but you should never yeah. tell a person because they feel good wearing their hair a certain type of way that they need yeah. to change it to fit in. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm really interested to know how the hell Michael Jackson did what he did. I know he had a hair transplant, but how the hell did he? Was it just relaxed? How the hell did he? Was, he was a millionaire. He, he had a, a stylist like every day. <laughs> he was a multimillionaire. He had bubbles, fucking flat iron in his hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> every every morning. Trust, Mike, if Mike, if, if, trust. If Michael went to fucking South America somewhere where it was humid as shit, his hair would have looked like he was 1979. That fucking fro, yo, his shit would have fucking. Oh, fro. he had the fro. Hell yeah, he had the fro. yeah. He was fried, dyed, laid to the side, straightened out, yo. He was, he was, he had a, a personal fucking stylist all the time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this, but this hair thing is, it's a serious situation because, like. Um, like segue back to, to my mom used to do the look good feel better for cancer survivors so she'd okay. like she'd do like the pro bono like you know get them a wig style it to their style however they liked or if they had their hair growing back and then it was coming back they she'd cut it style it so they look good and hair plays a big part especially in a society where you're told what kind of hairstyle you can and can't have and then i can imagine throwing your condition on top of it it's like, God damn, like, yeah. what can I do? I, yeah. You know, I might even leave the house today. Yes. Oh, God, you're so right. Um, so my, my hair plays a huge role in my mental health. And to directly answer the question, because you said about how often do I change my hair? Mm-hmm. Um, so the last time I had braids, I literally left them in for as long as I possibly could because yeah. I couldn't bear to have to deal with my hair. Yeah. So, and I mean, I, I totally neglected my hair. I, you I, had the new uh, growth coming in and everything. So the yeah, braids are just, yeah. Hair, but it was just, it was like poor self care. I just completely neglected myself. Um, and I've recently redone it. You're right. It does always boil down to money when it comes to hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, Chris Rock, I don't know if you guys have ever sat down and watched one of you has a little girl, right? One of, one yeah, of the two. Has, yeah. Me. And, you talking about uh, good okay. hair? <laughs> yeah. Have you sat down and watched that documentary? Of course, of course. It's I've never, crazy. I've never seen it. Ray, Ray, check it out. It. It's and it's so sad when he says, you know, he he. So he made the documentary because his little girls, you know, they basically said like, "Daddy, we don't like our hair." Like, yeah. yeah why have we got hair like this? Kind of thing. Because and it's because of it goes back to what I was saying that in our in our face every day what is the mm-hmm. epitome I mean, 
something better with pages like Instagram. You are, I am seeing more and more of, you know, like natural hair, natural hair, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking about, but, um, you don't walk, you rarely, rarely do you walk into a shop and see a model whose hair hangs in any direction other than straight. And then the, I mean, if people, when people think of Afro hair, that what they'll tend to think of is that beautiful, perfect curl Afro, which, you know, and I'm talking about that loose curl, which is kind of still very close to being the Caucasian texture. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, um, that's not normality for someone who would consider themselves to have an Afro. Well, um, even then, it's like that takes a lot of work to keep it picked out and yeah, shaped. Yeah. That's a, that's a shit ton of yeah. work, too. And people think it's cool. It's so cool if it's not on your head. Like, yeah. Cool <laughs> it's cool in a picture, but don't come to work with that shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 My I can imagine it's, it's a pain hell. in the ass to deal with every day. You, oh, right, you, you see my, you see my hair, dude. My yeah. hair, yeah. My, I'm, I just purposely stopped cutting it when my mom got sick the last time because she always wanted me to grow my hair out. Uh, because she said that. I, well, yeah, you know, well, she always wanted girl. me to. Be- Try being a girl. At least you can just lop it all off, and that's. <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I'll never do that again because this hair is an extension of me. I, I believe that hair—the reason well, that our hair grows the way it is—it it puts us in tune with this planet we're living in. And I feel different when my hair is longer. Plus, I get a quicker yeah. reaction in the room of who looks at me and is like, "Look at this motherfucker." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it I makes get- it real obvious of who I'm dealing with and who I'm around. Sure, I get a yeah, lot more. And- um- compliments with my hair when it's straight and long i'll get so many compliments rather than um it's ridiculous though because like when i when i go out and you see a bunch of people walking around you go to a bar or something and everyone's got that it's that kim kardashian look right that oh, everyone's trying to, toward fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah bullshit. that's what everyone's trying to achieve right now everyone's getting like the, the ass implants the lip injections right. the straight the yeah. thick, straight, dark hair but, but, down, but, down to your ass. But like when you're a black woman that's born with it, yeah. when you're a black woman that's born with it, your ghetto is fucking all this other shit. It's crazy, bro. But, but as a man, like any any woman listening, as a man, I, at least for me, I don't I don't find that attractive because it's just it's one it's it's more of the same. It's nah. like, right, I I can find you on any corner, right? Because right? every, everyone's starting to look like the same. To me, right. it's beautiful. Yeah, like and, be happy in your own. Be the best version yeah. of you, rather than trying to. Right. Be, but then, but then, even that maybe could be um, unstable sense of identity. Maybe that is like looking to someone else for how you should look, rather than embracing yeah. your own beauty. And um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to keep going. I I I never said no. Keep going. Say about um about so about that good hair film. Um, there's a there's a girl on there that says, there's a woman on there that says um she doesn't understand how anyone can. I think it's something along the lines of she doesn't understand how anyone can handle their black hair unless they're spending yeah. 20 grand a year on it. Do you remember that? Right. She, yeah. And it was, it's such self hate. It was so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was, it's self hate. And you know, he got a shit ton of backlash by the, the black community from that movie. Yeah. It was crazy. Like they railroaded the shit out of him for a couple years over that movie. And he was really? just like trying to expose, uh, a thought process of what we're shown on TV. Like you said, you need long blonde hair, particularly yeah, like just hair. below the shoulders yeah, yeah. And, and straight. It needs to be, to be straight. Be and, yeah. To be right, and flowing in the wind. Professional. Yeah. 
Yeah. But see, my mother, my mother had like brown reddish hair. That was what I always saw as beautiful. So that was always my thought process was like, fuck this Barbie shit. Like my mom is the most beautiful woman on the planet. So that's what I'm looking for, you know? And I think that that's what we've gotten taken away uh, from is like people are so consumed with the media and the fucking Kardashians, yo. Like, I don't want anybody to die, but if they were all on an airplane and it crashed, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. I just, you know, it would solve a lot of problems because they, they create a bunch of fucked up uh, norms for women. And it, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, they, they, they do. They create, everyone's trying to look that way and it, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if, if that's what looks good on you, cause you know, straight blonde hair, straight black hair, it might look good on you. If that's, if that's. Yeah. Yeah. Know, well, like, I'm saying like people uh, who are completely, completely shifting who they are and what their hair is to look that way. We're going to get like plastic surgery by a shitty ass plastic surgeon that now you look like Bozo the Clown. Yeah. (laughs) We're, um, (laughs) we're saying that we're all saying this and, and I, and I'm not disagreeing with what you guys are saying. Um, I know that plastic, I know people who have had plastic surgery and I know that it's like helped them in, in ways. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, and you're talking about you know when people take dreams and well, I have this conversation with my husband actually, and we talk about um, because actually in the in the UK there is even plastic surgery done on the NHS sometimes. Yeah, I'm talking about like boob jobs. You can get a boob job mm-hmm. on, on the NHS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is pretty scary because and yes, great if it helps the person, but why not deal with the with the root? Why not deal with the the psychological problem that's, first. that's that's what i mean by it first. i wasn't yeah. trying to like dig on people that go yeah. and do it no, no, for health that. reasons or other reasons like a breast reduction or yeah if you want if you want to get a breast you know you're talking about people who are going to change how they look yeah just to, off of, or, just or off or of to, because they, they saw keeping up with the kardashians yeah. and they like, want to look i'm going way. to fucking do that tonight yeah Every, I mean, everybody so looks like her today. it's so hard today you've got all these reality shows that and, aren't reality and, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely but you're you're looking at the, the i mean it is difficult don't try and compete with another woman or if you're right. a guy don't try and compete with another guy right. because you're you and you you know and you were given x y and z you know this straight nose or this wide nose or or this thin neck or this double chin or these double right. a boobs or these double d boobs you know that's what makes you you um, right. yeah well you see you dudes know. are getting like calf implants there's a meme no. that i saw a video i saw on instagram this dude was walking on the beach he had butt implants it was the fucking craziest thing i've ever seen it, it was seen, jason i've seen in china don't people like oh god yeah their bones to make themselves taller yeah yeah and yeah, they, they cut the bone and then they yeah they what the fuck do what? what do they do just so just to so to be taller they'll like have the leg broken and yeah. I don't know if they put a piece in or what but they but then put some metal in there or something to extend it they, yeah they put yeah. an implant in between and oh, it, it's in like your thigh area I believe that they do it uh yeah I'm not a doctor, but I think you're fair. It can't be good for you. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we're, but this is China we're talking about. Oh, so, man. you know, a lot of shit goes in China that, you know, shouldn't happen. But anyway, that's a whole nother combo. I wanted to make a comment on that reality TV show shit. The last time reality TV was reality TV was the first series or season of Real World. After that, the shit, like, 
that was the only time that it was real because people were literally like fighting, fighting for real. They couldn't cut that shit. They had to what, just keep what, it going. Yeah, the the first season of Real World. I think it was like nineteen. 19- I don't know what is. What's Real World? World, real M- world, MTV show. Yeah, MTV. Real World is the the first reality show. It started ah. all this bullshit. The first reality show was, was on in, the family. In, Remember that show? Oh shit! In, well, yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "All in the fucking bunker." Family. I always thought it was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I think you're right. No, but that no. Real, real World was before them. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like right after I got out of high school, like ninety seven, ninety eight. Like it was right. It was right that yeah. It's it it was a good episode, and then after that, reality shows were so scripted because they saw the the people that tuned. You know what? The real first reality show was the Truman Show. That movie when they showed what we were doing, and it was like once again Jim Carrey calling out the fucking powers that be for duping everybody into this bullshit thing that we call life under the scope of watching reality shows and following these celebrities that don't do shit for us. They don't know us. They just take our money and don't give a fuck about us, you know, like, and then it it messes with people's psyche where they go and get plastic surgery on a whim because they're like, well, I could look like her. Yeah. I think the people who are the, I think the people who are starring in these shows themselves, and I could be wrong here because I've no idea, but I think for them, they they probably see themselves on the TV and then aren't happy with how they look, which is why mm-hmm. they don't go and fuck around with themselves. There's or a, the or a, agents, yeah, or or yeah, or, or maybe yeah. There's there's um, a UK reality show called Geordie Shaw, and the girls have all completely changed. What on that? From what's how the name of it? Yeah, you've got. So you guys have got Jersey Shore. Yeah, got, yeah, that's what I, I was like. What? Oh wow! <laughs> I, somehow I feel like I could watch that one and be okay with it versus the one here because I've always liked British they're all, they're broadcasting, uh, oh, Faulty Towers, yeah. all that shit. You know, I like I, huge. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a big issue with the world. I mean, it happens with dudes. These are like, you know, if I get this car, if I if I drive right. this car, I'll get this girl, and then girls, you know, if I get if I get these boobs, I'll get this guy, or well, you know, they, they make this guy want me. And it's you got just, guys taking pills and shit, trying to make their dicks bigger. It's like, bro, like just <laughs> just work with what you got because it's they're really just selling you like a pack of Tylenol. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No need to fuck with that. There's no need to fuck with that. It's like, yo, what are you like? You serious? Like, there's gonna be the girl out there that's for you, okay? Like, just, right. just and then uh, when on the way to meeting her, you might have some fun. You never know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, <laughs> just stop. Like, love yourself. Like the so, but it's hard sometimes because hard. we're saturated with so much shit. And then again, you throw a mental health situation on top of it, and it just sets the whole fucking domino set in, in effect and it just boom goes yeah i mean it can't be nice to look in the mirror and not like what you see um, yeah no yeah, it's true nice. it's got i mean it's difficult and it's it's easy for us to sit here and say love yourself but there are i mean there are yeah. real issues and people who do yep but well, they, i, I guess i'm saying it. Like, it has a lot to do with i think you're spot on when you say i mean it is a lot to do with uh looking at women who are completely out of our monetary league and looking at how they look, you know, and putting them up on you, a it, it all starts. It, it's, it's as complicated of a problem as it is. There's a very, very simple answer. 
that's complicated because no one would do it. If everyone was just kind to everybody. Yeah. 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 Would, I, don't, I don't, I think a lot of these issues would go away because a lot of it is because we make people feel a certain right. way. Curb, curb yeah. the, the initial thought that you got to say something to try to cut yeah. somebody down to help like, yourself out. Like someone saying to you, you're too dark. You know, someone in the gym yeah. saying to you, you're too dark. Like that, I like that shit ca- yeah, is what causes issues. Yo, I would have took yeah, offense to that shit yeah. from across the room. And the reason it cut so deep was because um, I've, I've never grown up around like black communities and I've always felt like I'm, I've always been made to feel different because everyone was always like, you know, like my hair was a big deal. My, my do you know this? This sounds crazy, but I didn't. I say that in in one breath, but in another breath, I didn't. For me, the color of my skin didn't actually occur to me. That <laughs> was crazy until right. I was maybe sixteen. Until I was sixteen, so my whole life I'd I've grown up like, um, yeah, I'd. Yeah, I had come across the N-word a few times, but my whole life, the colour of my skin was never an issue. And then I remember the first time I went to London and um, I had all, I I suddenly got a lot of attention from black guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it made me think, what's, you know, you know, oh, you know, Wagon Princess and like Rihanna, you know, they say all these things. And I think, well, what is it? What is it? Uh, Oh, oh, shit. I'm, I'm all black. Right. <laughs> it wasn't but also, until I was 16 but, that it kind of dawned on me. That and like, then there's there's the oh. other side of it is that we as a community of black individuals or just the black community has been conditioned, especially on the man, like the male side, that the lighter skinned black woman has some sort of higher worth than the yeah. darker skinned black woman. I, you know, I, I, and, yeah, you're, and you're spot on. I, I watched a video the other day on Instagram, which was talking about um, mixed race privilege. Mm hmm. So a mixed race girl will be presented as the black community when it's not right, right. because we're well, not yeah, black. Because it's it's yeah. easier for the rest of the world to accept and, and relate to because she's lighter. Yeah, uh, but it's not not fair at all about you well, know I'm, I'm into I'm into I'm into black girls or I'm into dark girls, but really they're saying I'm into mixed race girls or something. I don't know. I, I, I think that I think that a lot of this really does stem from when you're a child in in your parents as a parent have I have a job to do to explain to her before this happens that she is perfect just the way she is because she came out how she came out and she does not and she I just yeah Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, you're, no, you're yeah, good. You're good because yeah. I'm not a black woman. I can't speak for you. <laughs> like you are. I was thinking about my niece. <laughs> I was thinking about my mom and like just like how beautiful their skin color is. Um, but I know my mum's always never been happy to get dark in the sun. You know, she's always. But she's from that age group too. It, it is what it is. You go to Asian countries. They use uh, some umbrellas in the yeah, sun to keep, keep themselves from getting dark, um, you know. The, yeah, and skin bleaching products everywhere, all over the place. In you know, Thailand. this this world has had a big, big, big fucking uh, lie spread over it across the planet that um, the, the fairer you are, the better it is. It's like, I can, I, can, I can refute that in one fucking sentence. Sit your ass on the beach for a day and tell me that Fair skin is superior. You'll come back looking no. like a fucking strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The sun yeah. disagrees with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just, yeah. just saying. Yeah, no, you're right. Do, do you know, t- this topic is, is making me think of a time where, um, so I used, 
I used to be a dancer and I used to go for auditions and it's made mm-hmm. me think of a time when um I remember I remember competing with uh one of my black girlfriends and I remember getting this girl was a million times better than me. She was out of my league, yeah, when it came mm-hmm. to dance. Couldn't touch her, I wasn't on her level. I remember bagging a job. I got the job over her and I knew mm-hmm. why it was. I knew it was because I was light with, and I had a big curly afro at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling so disappointed and yeah. disheartened and, and just like thinking it's not fair. It's not fair that I've got this over you. And I could have been wrong. Maybe that's not what went through the people's minds who picked me, but I just remember feeling a sense of, guilt and that it wasn't fair that I got picked over her when she was clearly the better dancer um you know and you look <laughs> you'll always see it in like, well, that like happens a lot. it does yeah, like you always have the token black dancer that they have to yeah. have yeah well yeah you can't you, you got to fill that that quota because otherwise you'll be called for, for real racist or or separatist or just you know you're, you're not inclusive and nowadays people are waking up to that's not cool, but I get the token. Like, it's just, it just sucks. You know, it's just yeah, like with singers. Some of the best singers on the planet are probably. Oh yeah. And especially this day, like back in the day, remember meatloaf? Yeah. You guys remember that guy? Fuck yeah. He was, he was not a, he was not a he looker. Was not, <laughs> no, but back in the day, you can get away with that. Phil Collins, meatloaf. Like nowadays it's an image. So there's <laughs> these, these people you hear singing aren't the best, the most talented people on the planet. Can we just reflect that this motherfucker was called meatloaf? Like what the fuck? <laughs> what in the actual fuck was going That's how on? Ugly he was like, man, yo, loaf of meatloaf. Yeah, he's like, yo, yo, uh, what am I going to call myself? Uh, I don't know. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Philly cheese. No, no, that's not. That's not catchy. (laughs) Salisbury steak. No, that doesn't roll off the tongue. Meatloaf. Oh, shit, son. Meatloaf. Yes, that rolls off. Who doesn't like meatloaf? (laughs) Right. You know, like, what the fuck? Everybody likes meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you never know what the fuck is in it, really. Unless you make it. Yeah, you could. I mean, he'd do anything for love, but he won't do that. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. I I think I know it. That was never explained. I I got a couple of theories, but that, you know, you know, me in my mind, I'm kind of out there. I wonder if off of him because of that name. Oh man. You had no vegan followers. No, yeah, yeah, right? Like, we just lost 200 people. What is it called again? At Thanksgiving or at Christmas? Oh, a tofurkey. Yeah, the tofurkey. I tried that shit. (laughs) No, I tried that. Don't, no, don't do it. Um, I wouldn't even try it. And I'm I'm like a vegetarian trying to get to the vegan thing, but I tried that. Oh, man, I can't do it. Six months. I was a vegetarian for six months before I met my husband. And he he said to me, I'm going to get you back to eating meat. When he met me, that was, he was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a trip. <laughs> Doing it, yeah, I did it. My brother's a vegetarian. Actually, my brother's hardcore. He's like hardcore vegan. Like he's been he yeah. he's taken it to the real extreme where like he he doesn't he's even cut out dairy. But he looks great and he. He feels yeah. great. It, it changes you, you know. You got a cup of air for breakfast, and then, you know, you got like 
<laughs> I'm, no, I'm just i'm just poking honest, the, fun. Light, the lightest i've ever felt in my life was when i was yeah right? <laughs> when i was a vegetarian that's the, that's actually the lightest and the skinniest i've ever been but to be fair at the time i couldn't actually afford to eat so it was quite convenient oh. to be a vegetarian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a cup of noodles every go. night <laughs> <laughs> it really worked out well to just have you know a bit of polenta and tomatoes but <laughs> right right just like all right well like in the old cartoons where they'd like put their napkins around their neck and slice a pea in half and get busy. (laughs) (laughs) It's this, 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 just this world will even the strongest of willed person, this world can crack at times uh, their, their ego or well, ego is a shitty ass thing in the first place. And I'm a victim of it at certain moments, um, but I've gotten a lot better. Yeah, like, as in like vanity, as in like how you look. I, I do love yeah. the body, I do the body positive movement on Instagram. I love the body positivity movement. Yeah, there, there's a girl called Self Love Live. I love mm-hmm. her post. She puts really funny ones out, and um, there's a lot of girls that do the like kind of the fuck you boohoo tea. It's not yeah. boohoo. Boohoo's a like boo tea or whatever it's called. You know, just like fuck yeah, you yeah. tea kind of thing. And the, the skinny tea movement. Drink this boom pad, <laughs> and you'll look like me. Wasn't it convenient that women do that are already rake rake beautifully slim, you know? Right. Yeah. What's her handle? Oh, you don't hand it out to any oh um she it's a girl called her handle is self love live. She's okay. I believe she's diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um mm. she she's I love I love it. She's always putting out videos kind of um shouting back at the people that are horrible to yeah. her like the people everybody oh, every good for her of, everybody yeah, go check her out go check her out yeah yeah her, her page gives me a laugh on a daily basis when she does the like you know like fuck you for saying i'm fat on my page kind of thing you know right <laughs> well, well here's the thing it's like as long as you um as long as you're if, 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 if your body type is that way and you're still healthy that's a yeah. you know then then do your thing yeah but if you're like if you're like unhealthy it's like then treat yeah. yourself a little bit better but outside right. of that that's not my body do what the fuck you want with it yeah i think you health know, like, should, um, health should come at the top when you're thinking about how you look yeah. but as opposed to how i look as opposed to how i look it should be how, how healthy i am but they we yeah. be careful there's skinny that. people there's people that make, there's, I've seen a lot of artists making posts about um, stop dressing up your fat shaming as caring for my health. Right. Kind of I mean, if, well, but I think I, I'm a believer of what you just said. I am a believer of, of, of trying to be healthy because it all ties into how you feel about yourself. I think Joe Rogan said it on his podcast, like you don't, maybe some people do feel good when they're heavy. And maybe some people do feel good when they're when they're underweight, but you, uh, but it, there's, it there's, is what you eat. Though. It, it depends. It right. depends what heavy you're talking about. Like if you're if you're heavy and you're eating cheeseburgers and shit like that, you're not going to feel good. Like yeah. four cheeseburgers a day with bacon on top. But but here on the flip side too, it depends what you there, can afford it, it, as well. Depends on what you can afford. If you're extremely skinny, that doesn't mean that you're healthy. There's like oh, so man. many extremely skinny people that are these, body, these bodybuilders that you see and everyone oh, thinks they're all healthy. They're all dying in their fifties. Really? Most yeah. of them. 50s, yeah. 50s, Cause they're, they're extremely, extremely yeah, the, the, on yeah. their body. Yeah. It's hard. 
They're taking all these protein powders and all these supplements. And then when they stop competing, then their body just is like, what in the fuck just happened? And then boom. And they die. I mean, I don't know. I don't know many bodybuilders who've made it past 60, 65 years old. Really? Right. Well, then also, too, the the amount that they're eating. Right. Once you stop, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I give I give credit to that sport. Um I mean, I guess that's what they call it a sport, but uh, it, it's it's crazy. Just like the thing, it's, it reminds me of wrestling, um, like in, in high school and college wrestling, where they would like put the bags on or do the cardio and try to drop ten pounds in a day, and then and then go wrestle. It's like, yo, you're fucking killing yourself. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You know, um, and it's a mental thing too. Like that wrestling shit. I did it for a year in junior high. And then after I saw what they were, I was like, well, one, I'm not rolling around with you in this little ass outfit. And then two, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. And then two, it's like, I got to keep a weight class. (laughs) It's like, dude, I'm fucking like what? 11. And you're making me worry about my weight. I was like, motherfucker, oh. I'm I'm growing. I can't yeah. what you want me to do. My husband bought a pair of scales today to weigh himself. Uh-huh. And um I weird you mentioned that because I said the reason Tim today I said the reason I hate scales is because when I was I was a gymnast when I was a kid and at oh, the age boy. of seven I was being weighed. At the age of seven, yep. on a weekly basis I was being weighed. And I remember me and my little gymnast friends we would hide um you know a tracker bar. A tracker bar with like a few chocolate chips. Uh-huh. We, would have, we would have to hide them from our coach. We'd have yeah. to pour them in like someone else's locker <laughs> for that for that we you know because they they seriously they they check our lockers they check they our mentally lockers. fuck with you like they, it's a yeah. mental fuck it really is you shouldn't be weighing a seven-year-old kid That's... I, get it. I get it for the sport yeah if you're serious but but it really does um play heavily on yeah your on self-image I remember, I remember going yeah. to football trials when i was i think eight or nine years old and it was a weight division you right. have to be a certain. You have to be a certain the, way. I remember putting rocks and in Bob my pocket. Warner and shit. Yeah, right. I remember, I remember filling my pockets with rocks, to, thinking I was going to get like ten pounds heavier. <laughs> you just walk around with fucking rocks and just clinking, a, like rattling away. <laughs> had rocks. I just wore like you know sweatpants and a hoodie, and I just had rocks everywhere. <laughs> like how many rocks do you need to beat like you're over here looking like a junior batman villain and shit <laughs> fucking this guy's real lumpy yeah right <laughs> what is wrong with this kid yo you need to go to the doctor you might have a tumor like what the fuck talking, talking of um talking of I don't know. I, I don't know how my brain skipped this but um i, I want to do a plug for louis theroux's recent documentary I don't okay. know if you guys have checked out Louis Theroux's most recent documentary. And the reason I want to plug it is because there is a lady on there with borderline personality disorder. Um, but it, I, it, I think it's called Mothers on the Edge. And it's all okay. about, it's it's mental health related, which is why I'm bringing it up. It's about uh, women who were on a, on a ward after having a baby and how it's, mm-hmm. and how it's affected their mental health. Yeah. That's uh, a PTSD situation of self doubt depression all kinds of things like what platform is it out on uh i think it's on the, uh what did i watch on i think i watched it on bbc okay yeah 
Louis Theroux, but eventually it'll be on Netflix, right? Eventually, or yeah, it probably will. Probably because yeah, here in America, if you say BBC, people think totally different thing. Uh, you can probably uh, <laughs> where you um, what's that fire? No, no, BBC. Like, we um, we do have that actually. Yeah, that there there you can. It's on. Um, it. It'll be somewhere. Yeah. Legally download yeah. it. It'll be somewhere. BBW. <laughs> oh boy. I'm trying, think, yeah, I'm trying to think of that. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but. No, we'll find we'll find say the say the what's the title again one more time so we just got it a couple times so they can Louis uh, Theroux Mothers on the Edge okay cool I'm, so I'm gonna check it out so many documentaries out there's there he's got there's one where he visits girls who have an eating disorder on on the ward as well he's I love Louis right. Theroux and his documentaries I find them fascinating I can watch them over and over have you ever watched any of them have you, either of you checked no any? never oh, heard of them before missing out. So, him. well, not anymore. Thank you for letting us know. That's he does enlightening. A lot of stuff in America, he, he actually does a lot of stuff in America. Louis Theroux. Okay. Well, I have to check him out. Yeah, Mothers on the Edge is, is his most recent one. And um, he, he, goes, he goes into like a mother baby unit for women who are suffering with mental health after having had the baby. What an amazing right. thing to have a mother and baby unit in the yeah. UK like yeah. what, what an amazing thing well I'm glad that he wasn't a dick and was like not trying to be a man telling people how a woman feels and rather no, went and very talked neutral. to women you know That's, like yeah. about him. well you know neutral. dudes like to do that kind of shit be like yeah I know how you know you don't what like the, 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 abor- <laughs> have, have the, the abortion <laughs> thing that happened over right it. yo it's so and that's that that conversation shouldn't even be a conversation it's like stay the fuck out if 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 but you can sit here and take pills because your dick, like, it's like if you can take pills because your dick don't work, let her take the pills so she doesn't have a baby or get an abortion. You know Wait, what I'm saying? Like, all, Was it all those, was it really all those white men that had made that decision? Oh, yeah. Straight what? fucking right wing old ass dudes that they're, they're, they're on a, a massive power grab because shit's changing so drastically here. That they're they're finally figuring out that like shit is changing and their time is up. You know what I'm saying? Basically, so but they're going to do. I have a question for you because I, I totally agree. Yeah, it shouldn't be anyone's decision. It, no man should say shit. Yeah, no yeah, man should say shit. But what? How do you? How do you? Where do you stand? What about what do you mean? man? What about the man? Where do you stand what, when you think about? So it takes two to tango. What do you, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Yes. Where we stand yes. so, well, yeah, with, yes. with a man's input? Yeah, like so. I don't think I don't think the man really has any input at the end. No, nope, because of the day, he, right? we we did what we did, but at the end of the day, it's done. And if she's, it one hundred percent affects us. So, now, I don't want to say just the same, but it does affect us. But I mean, at the end, we can my body we can my give body our. Sure, but but yeah, but what? Where does it? Where does? And what about if you can just have? If if you can if you can have an abortion as quick as you can have a cup of tea, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Just you know, well, here, let me say let me say this. Let me say this. What if you abort a child like that? Because mentally, that would fuck you up. I think if you could just go yeah. and have abortion after abortion after abortion after abortion. Well, yeah, oh, there's yeah, women, there's definitely women that do that. But he, here's the one part of it that that it just blows my fucking mind. A woman gets raped by her uncle or some drunk frat boy or something and then gets pregnant and they're saying you got to keep it now you have to raise this child that looks like the person that violated you and then you got to love this kid and you can't put it up for adoption 
What in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I understand. I now, in the situation, in the situation where it's consensual, and then you end up getting pregnant, and you're young, or even if you're not young, you're older. Um, at the end of the day, we can have a conversation, man and woman that created that child. But the ultimate end decision comes down to what the fuck she wants to do. If she's not willing to go through with it, nobody can say shit because at the end of the day, nobody's pushing that baby out but her. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you can you can die during childbirth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not as bad as it used to be, but it still happens. Like, okay, let's just risk her life, even though she doesn't want this to happen. And just because he does like who the who the fuck put us in charge? Like, we don't even give life. We just create the spark that lets the domino fall. The woman <laughs> takes care of everything else. It, that's all it is. The woman takes care of literally everything else until that baby comes yeah. out. Oh, I, I, I saw recently a woman. God, what happened there? That was a stutter and a half. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw recently that the human body is put, literally pushed to the brink of like oh, yeah. having a baby. Like that pain? To the oh, oh my god, dude! I'd rather get hit by a train I've than seen, fucking. <laughs> I've never seen it where it was. Um, go on YouTube and and type in. Oh, what would you have to type in? Basically, it's like a pregnancy simulation. So that um, yeah. I've seen it where the man. Has, well, oh yeah, have yeah. You, have you seen that? Get, it's really funny. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yeah. When, they, they put some. They put the some kind of. Simulated. Yeah, they put. The they connect something to them. They can feel contractions and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. let's it's let's brilliant. put it this way. I I was there the whole time with my wife and with my daughter, and they they congratulated us. Said we were like the best fucking team ever when yeah. we did when we had our daughter. Um, did it hurt you? Didn't, watch. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, I didn't feel the pain, but I saw that shit and I felt it like in a minuscule way of like when you see somebody you love, like scrape their arm or bleed or cut their hand and you get like the body ting, like just watching the body change and this head pop out. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. Oh, like fuck that come out of Yeah. That and I'm literally, I'm, and I'm the, I'm literally the one standing right there by the doctor, like helping her. Like she grabbed my daughter's head and then turned her uh, during the contraction because if she hadn't, um, her throat would have been pushed against her pelvic bone. So she had to turn her the other way. I was like, if you grab my fucking kid like that again, I'm going to fucking punch the shit out of you. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my wife is over here making sounds I've never even heard before. I was like, what in the fuck is going on right now? But I bet you it's an amazing thing. I've got a friend who's a midwife and she says there's a moment before the child is born where it looks like it's kind of fitting. Yeah. Before it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, there is a calm like a mind and boom, it just I don't know that pain, but watching it, I don't want to know that pain. I'm so I th- I thank God that I am a man. It's like, it's like pushing a watermelon out of your poopy hole. Oh my god. No. Ah. Talk about it, just a dick would just explode. Like pow. Okay, like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're going long as is. So I think that's I think that's a good stopping point. The dick explosion. <laughs> hey, look, it's been a really good talk. Go out, and you go seem out like with the bang. Yeah, literally, literally right? <laughs> um, Andrea, you sound like you're in a great spot. It's been really good talking to you again and picking your brain on just day-to-day thought. It was random. I was yeah, like, right? Those are the best ones. Yeah. But I mean, it was random, but I mean, it, it, it is all connected to mental, mental health, right? It is. How we're yeah. feeling how we're feeling, how we portray ourselves, what things that people are doing. And I guess and then the outside effects. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the underlying message is 
you got to love yourself, you know, and, and you got to stop trying to be what people want or what you think people want to see or hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be what you need for yourself as best as you can, because that, that will good. never make you, if you're chasing approval from, from especially outside and I, I know social media is rough, oh, but yeah. if you're chasing approval of approval from people, you don't even know you're never going to be, you're never going to find it and you're never going to be happy. Like and like your damn self. <laughs> exactly. Right. Perfect. Right. So for, uh, for people to follow what you're doing, can you give them your, your handles on social media? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just spreading awareness of my experience, um, of having borderline personality disorder, but mainly just like to, yeah, create awareness and to up, uplift other people who might be going through it. And my handle is at BPD matters. Yeah. And that's on Instagram. I personally follow the page and there's daily things that I come across that I, it is. It's very, very it is, it is, it is. Yep. So thank you for that. Thank you for jumping back on. Very it's good talking a, to you. It's always a pleasure. You think that was cool? All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, as always, leave that five-star review. We appreciate those. Uh, if you got anything from me, hit me an email. Hit me an email. Shoot me an email at ray at wordsovericeshow.com. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Talk to you next time.